Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. Who do I have? All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... March 31st, in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Our website's libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word and tell the tale. Live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. A quick recap of yesterday's show. We talked big time about Joe Biden whacked out and negative as all get out. Joe Biden says states should pause the reopening of the United States. Yeah, just pause reopening. How do you do that, buddy? Maybe we got to challenge his paycheck, huh? Reinstate mask mandates. CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, warns of impending doom as coronavirus cases rise. Impending doom from a top doctor in America? Wow, such loose, liberal, extreme, negative language. And then Biden said he shares the good doctor's sense of impending doom on the pandemic. Have you ever heard a president double down so negative? Believe it or not, the Wall Street Journal reported that the Chinese government controlled the World Health Organization investigation, dictating who the team members would be and what they were allowed to see. The World Health Organization is also allowing the Chinese government officials to review the final report and make changes. Yeah, 60 Minutes correspondent Leslie Stahl reacts to the World Health Organization advisor, Jamie Metzl's claim that the report can't be trusted because the investigation was essentially conducted by the communist nation of China. Peter Daszak also told Leslie Stahl, that it wasn't the World Health Organization's team's job to find out whether or not, listen, whether the government of China covered up the details of the coronavirus or not. It wasn't their job to know that. And my response is, what is their job? CBS News veteran Leslie Stahl said that the World Health Organization team only spent three hours at the lab. And while they were there, said Jamie Metzl, listen, the investigators did not demand access to the records or the samples or the key personnel. Stahl said that was because of the ground rules that the UN set with the World Health Organization. Yeah, it was China that set the rules. And then listen carefully. They say the WHO, the World Health Organization, never has had the authority to make demands 
or enforce international protocols. So what are we there for? Nothing but a big old whacked out sham. The WHO agreed, World Health Organization agreed, that China in most instances, China would do the primary investigation and then just share its findings with international experts. Yeah, then I say that they don't have science behind their efforts, and, and, and then they lie and say, I don't have science, and I'm, I'm without evidence. And the truth is they're without evidence as well, and they're lying to you. They're doubling down and putting the backing of the government, making you believe things are safe and effective. It's all a big lie. Trump rips, rips Dr. Burks as a proven liar after seeing an interview. Mark Meadows said she's saying things we've never even heard about in the West Wing. It just isn't true. All right, there you have it. Anyway, we finished with Alex Newman's second hour. Alex Newman is the author, or he's an author and a journalist, and he created a thing called the very dark side of the COVID pandemic. Very serious charges by Alex Newman. Um, we talked about the Florida Governor Ron DeSantis basically doubling down. He's going to ban vaccine passports by executive order if he needs to, he says. Protests against COVID lockdowns flare up in 2021 around the world. And we talked about a poll. Half of correctional officers don't want to take the vaccines. People are losing confidence in government and in the medical establishment because of their lies and dishonesty uh, on the COVID discussions. Anyway, enough of that. But that is the recap of yesterday's award-winning show. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Donate today. Donate liberally. Just start with a one or a positive number, and add zeros as you donate. Every penny will help us tell the tale of liberty. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Two incredible guests today. Jackson County, Texas Sheriff, A.J. Lauterbach. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Good morning. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Thank you for being with us. Quickly tell us who you are and how you became sheriff. Well, I'm a, I'm a five-term Texas Sheriff, uh, Spent my entire career in public safety uh, on the law enforcement side, and uh, happy and honored to uh, to work with the uh, fine men and women of law enforcement. Have you been in Texas your whole life? Yes, sir. Born and raised. All right, a true born and raised Texan, ladies and gentlemen, with a spirit of the Texans on top of it all. Five times sheriff. That's an elected position. Five times is, is, is pretty good, pretty bold. You must be uh, standing for liberty. The citizens like you, sir. <laughs> well, or, uh, you know, no one wants the job. So that's a debate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We appreciate that. All right. The good Sheriff Richard Mack is with us as well. Sheriff Mack, welcome back, sir. Well, thanks so much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Wednesday morning. Amen to that. There is beauty all across the country, even though the the politics of things makes you believe everything is division and negative. There's a lot of wonderful things happening. People are standing up for liberty like never before. Uh, well, and Sam, Sheriff, let me interrupt you, you real quick. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, and it's a pleasure and honor to be with the good sheriff. All right. I was going to let him respond, but I'll respond. Amen to that. Uh, so, Sheriff Louderback, you, you had the chance you, to be on a bunch of different TV shows and everything else, speaking out boldly about the administration. 
And the headline I got from the Daily Caller and really from uh, Tucker Carlson and others, irreparable harm. Texas sheriff says Biden's, quote, no deportation order is creating lawlessness at the southern border. Let's start there uh, and start kind of a a little bit before that, if we can, about the Trump administration and then to the Biden administration, because there's been a serious sea change on how we're handling the border. Is that a good place to start? Uh, yes, that's that's uh, that's as good a place as any. All right, catch us up then on uh, just being on the ground, kind of how what happened for you. Well, it's uh, uh, you know visually and and physically, the, the we have a zero border, uh, and, and whenever you have a zero border in your in your country, uh, when you fail to maintain that, um, and you mentioned the Trump administration, so I'll go I'll start there. <clears throat> the Trump administration, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, uh, but if you're a, if you're an American and you and you uh, believe that you have to have a border, a defined border, and the ability to control that border and stabilize that border, um, then the Trump administration accomplished that. <clears throat> and in just a matter of hours uh, after the inauguration of President Joe Biden. Uh, the, uh, the first memorandum hit and first executive orders hit on creating a zero border here in the United States. And uh, from that point on, we had mass chaos. So uh, despite, uh, despite exhaustive briefings with the incoming team uh, prior to January, um, dating back after the November 3rd election, Border Patrol professionals advised the presidential team over and over and over. If you do what you say you're going to do, um, you will create uh, mass chaos and, and horror in this, com- in this country um, for your policies. Uh, that's the reward for the American people uh, will, will be um, the zero border and all the effects that, uh, that that brings, whether it's infrastructure for your school districts, whether it's law enforcement nightmares, uh, whether it's increased crime. So, you know, pick the area when you have uh, a zero border where the border is essentially uh, completely open for anyone and all uh, to come in and apply for uh, any federal benefits that are there, which are, are the incentivization of that is, is heavy. Heavy indeed. You're in Jackson County, Texas. How far is Jackson County from the border? We're three, well, a little over three hours from the border. Okay, so even though you're inland quite a bit, you're seeing the repercussions all over Texas and beyond, right? My entire career, we've seen the repercussions here. We've, we've, we've uh, we live on a on a major corridor in Houston, and that corridor is uh, is now uh, incredibly busy with the flow of humans and. Um, uh, narcotics that come from a very emboldened, powered, uh, empowered cartel system. That is uh, all right. We're going to talk uh, about it more, ladies and gentlemen. With Sheriff AJ Louderback. He's Jackson County, Texas Sheriff. Lawlessness at the border. We're talking about it on your radio with Sheriff Richard Mack. Hang tight. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? 
Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Jackson County, Texas Sheriff A.J. Lauterbach, former Sheriff Richard Mack, founder of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org, with us. Uh, so Sheriff Lauterbach is basically saying, you know what? We have flat-out criminal activity. We have drug cartels and narcotics. Uh, we have violent people streaming across the border. You got human trafficking. Um Irreparable harm is what we're talking about. We literally have a uh, no deportation order by Joe Biden, literally creating a zero border. Every peace officer in the United States should be extremely concerned about the attitude, the lawlessness, the complete abject removal of law. Lauterbach told Tucker Carlson uh, tonight, Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious. Uh, you want the first response, don't you, Sheriff Richard Mack? Well, yeah, Sam. And I think this uh, details the responsibility of the states and counties and uh, especially sheriffs across the country to make sure that uh, we're protecting our citizens, even from our own government. And, and of course, that is what we've been teaching for the last 20 years. And uh, certainly, Sheriff Lauterbach uh, is setting a great example for America that we fight back against all enemies, both foreign and domestic, and whoever's providing a threat to our people must be addressed. And again, it's a peaceful solution, uh, but it's a strong solution. And for his courage to expose the truth of what's happening at the border, I, I completely applaud him. 
Uh, I'm proud of him, and uh, we need more sheriffs just like A.J. Lauterbeck. All right, Sheriff Lauterbach, uh, you've barely begun to scratch the surface of the real problems. You've highlighted it, but but give us more detail on the ground of what it, what it looks like, because I don't think the American people really understand. The propaganda for the media, not counting Tucker and, and me and a few others, it really is protecting Joe, and people don't really realize the gravity of the situation, sir. Yes, I'm, I agree. Uh, you know, and I think the role here uh, for sheriffs, and, and, and thank you, uh, Sheriff Mack, for the for those tall words, uh, appreciate those. But there, there are many more uh, like me. There are there are many strong sheriffs here that in Texas and across the nation that are extremely upset with what's going on. And they have the the uh, I, I've uh, have just had the, the honor of fighting this fight since uh, really 2008, along with other Texas sheriffs that have been outspoken about um, policies. Uh, on the border, I, I'm a border advocate. I, I believe that having a strong border is essential and a fundamental of having a, a country. And so, uh, and those there are those who disagree that uh, that borders are are uh, not needed, uh, which I, I strongly disagree and can prove uh, unequivocally that that's that's ridiculous uh, thought uh, and leads to the destruction, uh, rapid destruction of a country. So these are simple concepts to me. Uh, I don't, um, you know, I miss no words about it. The the policies uh, will ultimately destroy the country, um, and that may be the, that may be the goal. Uh, I hope it's not the goal of this administration, uh, but this administration uh, is displaying the same type of behavior at a at a grander scale than a scale that we've never seen before. In in, in my uh, in my years, I've never seen. The complete uh, dismantling of the, the the body of federal law called the Immigration Naturalization Act, and you know, you got to spend a, a second or two here on that. Uh, and I, I wonder, I, I'm I, uh, I'm concerned as as Texans and Americans are, what body of law is next uh, for them to completely dismantle uh, and manipulate uh, uh, to what they want? And it's the Second it's, Amendment. Um, well, the Second Amendment uh, certainly under attack now, um, where we where we disarm law-abiding citizens. So, but there's there's uh, literally the American public should be concerned, extremely concerned, and and should act out and and, and peacefully demonstrate about this issue and say, listen, uh, you know, if you want to lead the country, and you want to unite the country, uh, then don't destroy it. Uh, and that's that's exactly what. These border policies are, are going to do. But we see every day. I mean, uh, yesterday we had a, a large uh, 18-wheeler full of cabbage that had eight illegals hidden in the cabbage uh, that wrecked out uh, on 59 headed into Houston. So a major corridor for for uh, humans and um, number one trafficking uh, hub in the U.S. So it's a it's a huge uh, magnet for uh, illegal aliens. Uh, there are Thousands of, of photos from um, Texas Highway Patrol, the boat, the boat patrol, the Texas game wardens who do an invaluable service assisting the, the wonderful men and women of the uh, of the, the U.S. Border Patrol, uh, the ICE agents who have been completely uh, nullified here, uh, completely not allowed to do almost any part of their job, other than they have a heinous felon uh, that they're possibly able, with permission from their field office director, to to uh, uh, deport. Um, 
And then we have obviously the truth issue that that is uh, in, in serious uh, serious question about uh, what constitutes the truth with this administration. So, you know, there's there's um, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of work to be done here. Sheriff Ladderback, let me you you've really told us a whole lot, and there's a bunch of pieces that I want to focus on with regards to this. I hope you've got time for us because I really want to dig in to the reality of the situation. Nobody is willing to cover this at long form and in detail like we are. Let's start with the oath of office. You know, the president of the United States takes an oath that says he will protect America from all enemies, foreign and domestic. That is his oath. And if he's literally jettisoning a complete body of law, and if we have people coming into this country, some of them may be seeking a better life. I get it. And I'm not downing those people. This is not a racial context or statement at all. However, if there are people that are coming here to do us harm, to run drugs, to uh, traffic in in children for sex or any other whatever, uh, and or if they're coming for terroristic purposes, or I mean, I could go on and on and on. This is a national security crisis. I mean, it's a border crisis, I agree, but this isn't a right-left, you know, conservative, liberal, whatever discussion. This is a national security discussion, and a, if he's really dismantling the law, as you say, and I, I agree that it's true, I mean, this borders on criminal activity for the president, um, literally working with drug cartels and some of these ne'er-do-wells and, and, and evil people. Um, it violates his oath of office. Am I going too far, Sheriff? No, no. It's it's uh, these are all things that, that uh, Americans should be uh, should be examining closely uh, and daily as to as to what's actually happening with these with these policies. But I, I, you know, and I and I'm going to run out of time here this morning. I have a I have a, uh, a fox hit this morning uh, on this same subject, uh, which I'm headed to now. But. Uh, uh, I appreciate your your time and, and ability, Sheriff Mack. Appreciate your kind words and and, uh, and getting into this subject. Uh, How uh, much time for us? How long do you have that you can stay? I've got a few more minutes here. Uh, I just want right. to give you an so alert on that. I want to focus on I want to focus on the double standard. If I'm an American citizen, I can't even walk around without a mask, or I get beat up or arrested uh, many times. Businesses are shut down. I mean, it's a very difficult situation. Uh, but yet, if I'm illegal, I can roll into the country. I don't need a vaccine test. I don't need a mask. In fact, I'm just ready to sign up. If my wife needs to have a baby, she can roll into the hospital. If I need education for my kids, no problem. If I need food and clothing and housing, and I mean, they put me up in a hotel. Uh, I mean, the double standard is shocking, Sheriff. Well, certainly, you, you know, I couldn't say it better. Uh, it's, it's it's a whole other chapter. Uh, of, of the of the violations at the border and the, of the border policies, uh, it's but it's certainly it's certainly valid. Uh, it's true. It's, it's uh, Texans here have been hurting economically for the last year, uh, and the hypocrisy of, of these policies and and, uh, and it's 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 actually um, uh, it, it's in inept government that was unable to understand what their policies would do, despite being told repeatedly by professionals who spent their entire career protecting the border, and, and yet the government would not heed those at all. In fact, uh, went ahead and did exactly what they were warned about doing and creating a catastrophic crisis here in the United States. And, it, you know, so, yes, when you, you combine all the tips of the spears 
uh, on the policy. Uh, could I say what I say and champion the idea that this is a, a constitutional crisis? And, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's a national crisis. It's, it's a it, it's a the entire package, when you look at this as a whole and all the effects of what's done, then you uh, you, you have what we what we have this Wednesday here in, in 21. All right, Sheriff Ladderback, stay there for a couple of more minutes. I got a quick break. I can't ignore the break. I got to take it right when I come back, though. The sure, good Sheriff Richard Mack has a few questions for you. We'll do that in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff A.J. Ladderback, Jackson County, Texas, on your radio. Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Florida Representative Matt Gates on Tuesday night said a former Department of Justice official attempted to shake his family down for $25 million by blackmailing him with sex trafficking allegations. What is happening is an extortion of me and my family involving a former Department of Justice official. On March 16th, my father got a text message demanding a meeting wherein a person demanded $25 million in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. Our family was so troubled by that, we went to the local FBI. And the FBI and the Department of Justice were so concerned about this attempted extortion of a member of Congress that they asked my dad to wear a wire, which he did with the former Department of Justice official. Gates identified the former Department of Justice official on Fox News as David McGee. USA Radio News. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance, and MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month. You might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs. And because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by March 31st. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Former Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Mark Morgan is reporting Border Patrol agents have apprehended more than 150,000 illegal border crossers during the month of March. Dr. Mike Vickers tells Americans for Limited Government their encounter with Chinese illegal immigrants. We had a group of uh, Chinese come through. They did not have a Mexican coyote or anybody leading them. They were actually leading themselves, and they were about 8 or 10 miles off the highway. They did have some kind of a navigation device. They'd be looking up at the stars, and they'd sit there and chatted for about 30 minutes. And uh, they didn't know we were there, but they were videoing them, and they took pictures of them and uh, looking at them with a thermal. And uh, all of a sudden, they pack up and take off, headed north. Well, we got the Border Patrol out there, but they did not catch them. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said data suggests fully vaccinated people do not carry COVID-19. On Monday, the CDC released a study of 4,000 frontline workers which showed that mRNA vaccines were 90% effective at preventing COVID-19 infections, even the asymptomatic kind. USA Radio News.
gentlemen, we're discussing lawlessness at the southern border, led by... Is he the duly elected president of the United States? That's what they say. But interestingly enough, he's dismantling a whole body of law uh, that has been carefully crafted to stop criminals for decades uh, in America. Donald Trump really uh, stood tall on the border. Was he perfect? Far from. But you know what? We saw a sea change hours after the Biden administration uh, took over. And they're literally jettisoning the law, creating lawlessness at the border. Sheriff A.J. Louderback, Jackson County, Texas sheriff uh, with us. The good sheriff, former Sheriff Richard Mack with us as well. Uh, and Sheriff Mack, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, ask a few questions here and, and chime in. Uh, what do you think about what he's saying? This, this to me is shocking of how bad it really is when I learn more about it. Well, yeah, and not only that, I think that uh, Sheriff Lauterbeck has uh, laid out uh, a, a, criminal, a criminal case against the president and his administration. Of course, you never know who's really running things there because President President Biden, I, I feel really sorry for him, but uh, he doesn't have the cognitive skills to really negotiate any of this. And the people that are working closely with him in the Democrat Party are all committing a fraud against the American people, claiming that he's running things and that he, he's physically capable of doing it. He obviously is not. And, and that might be part of the problem. And the other part of the problem is the agenda here uh, is not just to bring people here for whatever uh, wonderful benefits they can get from American taxpayers, but the ultimate agenda is to create a political monopoly uh, and gain voter uh, registrations for all of these people. This is, was started under the Clinton administration. Uh, they get uh, all of these people... Uh, illegal aliens to register to vote, and that is exactly what the Democrats are trying to do with their new voter laws and the complete takeover of voting by the federal government, which is a huge uh, violation of states' rights. Uh, but uh, the question I'd have for Sheriff Lauterbach, I know he needs to leave, but uh, the question I'd have, are you working, are the sheriffs working with the governor, uh, with Governor Abbott, to try to find a solution to... Uh, send people back to stop them from coming in to do whatever we have well, to do or you have to do? Yes, um, but it is extremely difficult here in the United States to uh, have legal standing uh, to success, uh, successfully sue um, the U.S. government uh, for these types of policies. The domain of this, um, of this entire issue is uh, is one I'm told, and, and we do have uh, here in Texas, uh, Ken Paxson, who has, has filed a successful lawsuit on this issue, well, the first one to file, which I signed an affidavit uh, supporting uh, that they turned in. So uh, we're doing we're doing things. Uh, I believe uh, the governor uh, is looking at the issue. He's, of course, announced Operation Lone Star, uh, but sadly, uh, states' rights. Uh, don't appear to extend uh, into this area enough where uh, a state uh, invasion, as we have here in Texas, is able uh, to do a whole lot. Uh, continue to look at that. Uh, continue to uh, to, to uh, march forward with this issue, and and um, you know see if we can't uh, do. But the, the, the ultimate answer here uh, is literally through the American people, um, and so uh, we implore, we inform. 
Uh, we do the best we can to let them know where we are here uh, on this issue and, and the actual um, grievance that we're, that we're uh, uh, promoting here, the, the actual truth of this entire situation. Let me understand it's, this. It's, Under uh, Biden's non-deportation rules, Sheriff Ladderback. Immigrants can't be deported even if they get a DUI, tax crimes, assaults, any, any of the other things. They just literally get special protection. Not only are we saying we're not going to prosecute them for their criminal activity, not only crossing the border, but uh, in high, increased crimes even from there. Not only are we not going to prosecute them, we're going to literally protect them and give them safe haven, if you will. It's aiding and abetting criminals, sir. Well said, well said. But if it's the narrative also that uh, you know defund ICE, defund and, and statistically, if you look at this, I mean, it fits perfectly with uh, with the idea that they're actually citizens here and that they're not guests in the country. Uh, so there's no need. This is a whole open border concept that the American people have to understand. On the as as we said earlier today, the double standard, the hypocrisy of this whole situation. But, th- but that's the goal here. That's the strategy. Well, that's the, now, that's I don't mean to interrupt. Let me, let me understand this. You're saying that they're saying that these illegals are citizens and treating them as such? Well, treat, treat them as such. Uh, they're not saying that. Uh, of course, they don't even want to use illegal aliens anymore, um, you know, per the memorandums. But the, uh, the You want to uh, know what, Sheriff Ladderback? They are saying that. Barack Obama yeah. literally said exactly that listen to this clip real fast see hopefully this comes through cameron tell me if this is playing correctly here it is many of the millennials dreamers undocumented uh, citizens and i call them citizens because they contribute to this country are fearful of voting so if i vote will immigration know where i live will they come for my family and deport us not true okay. and the reason is first of all when you vote you are a citizen yourself and there is not a situation where the voting rolls somehow are transferred over and people start investigating, et cetera. The sanctity of the vote is strictly confidential. Right. So uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden just carrying forward this policy. He's literally saying if you vote, doesn't matter if you're an illegal alien. You're flat out a citizen, Sheriff Flatterback. Yeah, you're, con- you're considered a citizen. I, I, I got it. That's the open border concept that we, that we have here. That, uh that this administration is promoting. So, clearly, Sheriff clearly that's Mack, the situation we're into. Sheriff Mack, what do we do? And then let's ask uh, Sheriff Lauterbach, what do we do? I, I don't even know what to do about this because it seems like they're above the law now. It, it, the president of the United States, the um, anybody who kind of works for him, as you mentioned, the invisible hand, who the heck's really controlling things up there, uh, Sheriff Mack. But you've literally got ICE being forced to flat out stand down while criminals run amok in America, really with the endorsement of the president who's sworn an oath to protect us. Sheriff Mack, then Sheriff Lauterbach. Well, the hypocrisy, of course, of the Democrats and the Biden administration are are, uh, keeping pace with what they have said they would do. Uh, Obviously, the put America first uh, ideal is dead, gone. And uh, it's being replaced with a way to create this Democrat monopoly across our country. Uh, And uh, they don't care about national security. They don't care about individual security. Uh, And you alluded to that earlier, Sam, and I think it's a great 
sign of the hypocrisy of all of this. Uh, a lot of us are being fined, jailed, destroyed if we try to keep our businesses open. Uh, we're trying to defend hundreds of people that are having that problem against their own governments now. Um, you're, you're ostracized, beat, and jailed if you don't wear a mask. Uh, and, and, and it's just crazy because none of that is being required at the border. And, and so the, the danger, and I would, I would really like to see the sheriffs and the governor of, of all the border states and uh, really get going on uh, a deportation plan. Uh, I believe the states still have the authority to keep people out of their states that, that they know should not be there. And uh, uh, one of the governors, uh, Napolitano, a Democrat herself, had the highway patrol, uh, state troopers, down on the border and uh, telling people to turn around. And uh, so I, I think I think it's going to take some stronger action, uh, some something similar to that or even maybe even more. And uh, I'd be the first to volunteer to go down and help. Uh, but I think, Sheriff Letterback, straight to you. going to have to toughen up. Real, real quick, listen, the process forward here, we're in the phase of informing. We've got to inform the public. We're working with the, with the governor. We're doing quite a few things here, but uh, the, the path forward here is to buckle up your chin strap and, uh, and uh, inform the public at this point in time. Uh, there are actions going to be taken. I think there are a continued swell of support from the American public because it's a national issue. It's neither Republican nor Democrat. It's a matter of national security. And with that, I appreciate both of you guys, but I've got to go. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me today. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Godspeed. We'll talk soon, my friend. Thank you, Sheriff. There he goes, Sheriff A.J. Lauterbach, ladies and gentlemen, bringing up a serious issue that I believe the media is derelict in their duty when it comes to reporting on this, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Tucker Carlson's done a phenomenal job and a few people, but the rest of the media have kind of mocked him and ignored him uh, on this topic. But literally, we're talking about every peace officer in the United States should be extremely concerned. Every member of the public should be extremely concerned concerned about the attitude, the lawlessness, the complete abject removal of law by the Biden administration. Irreparable harm is the point in seconds on your radio. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith to defeat this assault? Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria, The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.
The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Ladies and gentlemen, under president, I'm going to take out that word president. Um, all right, under Joe Biden's rules, non-deportation rules, uh, illegals who can't be deported, even if they get a DUI, they commit fraud, they commit tax fraud, they assault somebody, they literally have, I don't know what you call it, diplomatic immunity. I mean, it's almost like a foreign diplomat kind of status. They're untouchable, ladies and gentlemen. What kind of message does that send uh, when they're literally brought into the country en masse? And then we send a message that says, hey, ICE, anybody who would, you know, arrest them and deport them, stand down, sit down, shut up. You're defunded. And we're going to treat you like a citizen. If you can illegally vote, then you're a citizen, says Barack Obama. And then, hey, they can commit any crime they want with virtual diplomatic immunity. Um, I fail to understand where President Biden is going on this or Joe's going on this. Um, it seems like he should flat out be arrested for this kind of behavior. He's aiding and abetting illegal drug cartels, sex traffickers, and the list goes on and on, Sheriff. Well, it does go on and on, and it's really sad that it does. And and uh, now politics has taken such a huge turn. Uh, and I guess there's, there's always been criminal subterfuge in, in politics. But this is so blatant, and uh, it, there's no question that the President of the United States <clears throat> is indeed promoting illegal activity at the border. Um, and... Uh, I guarantee you, uh, as long as the Democrats have control, it will not matter. And uh, it, it's it's a sad situation that our political structure has created. Uh, and 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 yes, uh, I will join Rand Paul in saying, and who's to blame? Republicans. And who's to blame? Democrats. Um, you know, it's not just spending. It's uh, it goes on a lot more than just spending. And even though I believe that the the spending habits of uh, Washington D.C. politicians is also criminal, it's not just a matter of being inept. Uh, it's a matter of criminal activity. And uh, man, uh, it, the good sheriff uh, really hit the nail on the head when he said the American people have got to get uh, involved in this, uh, and they do. 
And, and, uh, and Sheriff, I agree with the, sh- the Sheriff Ladderback on this, that he's right, that people have to get involved. But the American people are frustrated about getting involved in something. They go to the Capitol and peacefully say, hey, you know what? We believe there's vote fraud. We want you to look into it, Congress. And a few wackos create, create a false flag operation and betray the rest of us. Uh, we go to Charlottesville to say, please don't take down our statues and our historical references and, 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 and icons and things like that. Literally create a false flag and beat people up, and a lot of people go to jail. People are saying, I just want to keep my business open in a civil disobedience scenario, and they're literally getting beat up and tased and arrested, and their businesses are shut down. And now it's gotten to the point where you don't even dare peacefully assemble, much less take on the border. So I appreciate what Lauterbach's saying, uh, but unless people start arresting, or unless we start to round up the criminals in some way, I'm not so sure the American people could do much about it, Sheriff. What do we do, elect people and then have the elections become fraud? What do we do, uh, go out in public and rally in the streets and then it turns into a violent disruption? Uh, then, you know, the government, the FBI, and everybody else is literally using Facebook and Twitter and every trick under the book uh, or in the book to try to, you know, find out who you are and arrest you because you were there or you thought of being there. Or what if I say something on the radio and then pretty soon I led the insurrection by my words like the former president? Uh, you know, where do we go? And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying I'm not sure what we should be doing that would be productive and people at this point, at least in the political arena, the public arena, per se. Um, let me give you an example. Joe Biden's gun control crown jewel is what we're talking about. Rand Paul emails me and warns about this. The UN Small Arms Treaty is rapidly approaching. So they're not only promoting and rewarding and, and, and literally protecting illegals with diplomatic immunity equivalent. You and I, though, are going to lose our guns, lose our businesses, lose everything we hold dear at the same time. Now, it gets worse because Hillary just got off the hook. Headline says Hillary Clinton protected from testifying about her email server. After Supreme Court rejects the case, Western Journal with the piece, the Supreme Court on Monday declined to allow the former First Lady and 2016 Democrat standard bearer to be deposed in a lawsuit brought by Judicial Watch. All right, so here's what happened. You know, she had that fraudulent email server. It's been going on since like 2012. Judicial Watch finally got it to the Supreme Court, and the conservatives on the Supreme Court said, no, nah, we're not going to bug Hillary. Leave her alone. So yeah, did, were, got there any, special... were there any dissenters? Who were uh, the dissenters? I don't know. Perhaps? I don't know. Now, I'd have to look. It only, take, absolute... it only would I, take four to actually see the case, right? Yeah. Four of them, I, it has. it's required to take the case. They wouldn't even take the case, much less adjudicate on it, Sheriff. Yeah, that's that's kind of typical, though. First, they won't uh, do anything about the claims of fraud on the election. I mean, how about just look into it? But no, they wouldn't even go for that. And, uh, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I guess the the Democrats really don't need to try to stack the deck in in the Supreme Court because they already have Republicans going along with them. You know, they don't need it. I mean, uh, the the Supreme Court Justice uh, himself, Roberts, heck, he's been going along with them ever since he's been in there. You know, 
I don't think they're going to need to do that. I don't think they're going to try to do that at all. So, man, good grief. <sighs> but, I mean, you see, yeah, but this really, you're, you, we ought to be really strong on that point. Uh, if you're a Democrat or if you're a politician, you do not have to answer to the law. And obviously the Clintons don't. Uh, when was the last time they said about investigating Clinton for his involvement with Epstein? Uh, they don't worry about that. All they did was let him hang out with Kamala Harris and talk about little girls and how he's empowering little girls. Yeah. So this is what I mean, and I don't, I don't know really how to handle it. The America, we've allowed these secret combinations and these abuses of the law and these special classes of people nicknamed the swamp in recent times. Uh, we used to call it the shadow government. Now it's nicknamed the swamp. But we've allowed these people to get so above us that I don't know at this point what we can do. You speak up too boldly and they'll arrest you. They'll shut you down. You want to keep your business open so that you have funds to fight the good fight? No, they'll shut you down and deny your funds. Operation Choke Point. They're cutting off funds left and right. You want your free speech? Oh, no, they'll shut you down on Facebook and Twitter because you're peddling fake news, they claim. I mean, all five elements, guarantees in the First Amendment are absolutely being challenged everywhere, all the time, to everyone. And how we can peacefully assemble how we can sue for a redress of grievances, how we can practice our religion and worship and, and have government not promote and or prohibit the free exercise thereof, how we can have our free speech and freedom of the press in these modern times. I'm not so sure big tech in bed with government criminals have literally denied us all those First Amendment protections. The only thing I know that we can do is turn to God and repent, turn to God for protection and, and uh, hoping he'll heal our land. In other words, the formula is there. I don't know of any other action we can take at this point, Sheriff. Yeah, I, I, I don't need. I'm, I'm not sure either, Sam. When, when it gets, when the corruption gets that ubiquitous, and the subterfuge is that deep, where do we go? And I, I believe that there's still uh, peaceful solutions, uh, but we're going to need a lot more sheriffs. And we're going to need a lot more sheriffs uh, that we already have getting stronger and and uh, and more and pushing the envelope a lot more than they are now. And uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's getting it's getting to the point of no return. And it, and we're watching America die right in front of us. Uh, the fundamental changes that Barack Obama promised us are happening, and uh, I guess that the last uh, telltale uh, political move will be this one that's uh, going on against guns and our ownership of uh, weapons of defense. If that one fails and they are successful, if they are successful at this and the courts all back them up, uh, it's going to be up to the sheriffs of this country to stop that. And if they don't, uh, I don't see how any of this remains peaceful. None of it. Well, Sheriff Mack, let me tell you this, too. The Colorado shooter passed a background check to acquire the murder weapon. Of course. Yeah. You know, they passed the background I, check. So this idea that we're going to crack down on guns isn't going to work. The background checks didn't work. Okay, passed background check. He got his gun legally. 
Well, they're already they're already going to do it, Sam. They're going to they're proposing gun confiscation, ammunition confiscation, registration, uh, and uh, you know, right out of the Hitler, uh, Stalin, Lenin, Castro playbooks, you know, and yeah, none of the media are going to point any of that out except you and a few others. It, I mean, it's it's. It's all wrapped up in a nice little package. Now they say new Hunter Biden scandal could end up going all the way to the White House. But my response is not true. If you see what happened to Hillary, Joe has the same protection as Hillary does. Okay, this, you know, Hunter Biden, foreign foreign aid scandal could reach all the way to the White House. I don't see that. I yeah, say I'm not. Afraid. I mean, I'm afraid. Look, it's just, they have it's too much just, power. Yeah, there is, and and the corrupt and the corruption uh, is so powerful and so deep and so in your face. Uh, I, you know, I, I'd really, I, I'm, I'm going to look this up. I'd really like to see the rationale from the court saying that Hillary should not answer uh, to the claim and lawsuit saying, you know, let's get her deposed here. And and maybe they're saying, well, she already did. All right, so it's she not already... claiming it's Judicial Watch, not Freedom Watch. Claimant started Judicial Watch, but then he left for Freedom Watch. Oh, yeah, that's right. So this isn't claiming uh, okay, right now. So anyway, but but they could be claiming this. She already was deposed by a, a congressional committee. And and she even apologized for, for what she did. Uh yeah, it doesn't, uh, maybe they're just saying, no, it's already been done. This is beating a dead horse. Uh, I'd like to know, I'd like to see if that's what they actually came up with. If you want to see her transcript, then go ahead and get it. You know? No, because there there's already it, no question, she, uh, Comey admitted she committed those crimes. He, he yeah. detailed the elements so what? of the crime. Hillary and the illegals and Bill, they're above the law. So is Joe and Hunter. Yeah. Sam, I have, to tell, have, you, I, I have to tell you about somebody in our midst that was just arrested yesterday. We'll do it in seconds next hour. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. If you want a cliffhanger, there it is. Who got arrested? We'll tell you about it next hour. Sam Bushman, the good sheriff, Richard Mack, with me, CSPOA.org. would like to thank the great sheriff, A.J. Louderback, for joining us as well this hour. Ladies and gentlemen, we can restore America. you got to help, though. God save the republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow American Sam Bushman, on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for March 31st in the year of our Lord 2021. Hour two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. And to promote God, family, and country in the traditions of our founding fathers. Our nationally syndicated radio network, LovingLiberty.net. This half hour is brought to you in part by Raw Honey. Delivered directly to your door to learn more. Get a hold of Kurt. C-U-R-T at LibertyRoundTable.com. 
That's raw honey. Tastes phenomenal, I might add. Available now. You can email him, Kurt, at libertyroundtable.com. You can text or call 801-669-2211, or you can simply go to localhoneyman.com on the web. Raw honey delivered directly to your door. All right, the good sheriff eats raw honey, too. He's with me, Sheriff Richard Mack. Welcome back, sir. So you gave us a cliffhanger last hour. Who the heck got arrested, sir? Well, I have to say, I just had a little of Kirk Crosby's honey um, on a pancake that I made yesterday. And, uh, boy, I tell you, that honey, that is the best honey I've ever had in my life. And I highly recommend it for everybody because it'll deliver it right to your doorstep. So, um, Sam, a man by the name of William Tryon, last name spelled just like it sounds, T-R-Y-O-N, he's the one that invited me this past weekend uh, to speak in a suburb of Albany, New York. And uh, Sheriff Carpinelli, who you know very well, was there, and Sheriff Carpinelli introduced me. That's not uh, Sheriff Carpinelli County. He lives a, a little bit north of that in Lewis County. And uh, Pastor Earl was there, a uh, black minister uh, who uh, opened uh, with prayer and, and a really good man, good friend. <clears throat> and uh, William Tryon was arrested by the FBI yesterday morning uh, because he uh, is being accused of going in the uh U.S. Capitol on January 6th, and uh, so uh, it's starting to hit closer to home all the time uh, about the people that they're going after, and uh, I guess uh, it was reported that some uh, one of his relatives uh, turned him in. So uh, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, when Don and I heard about this, if they're uh, trying to get to me through some of these people, or if they're just, uh, you know, going to keep following me around and uh, arresting people that uh, I'm dealing with. Uh, he's a good person. Uh, sometimes he talks too much. Uh, but uh, other than that, I, I think I've had that problem before. Uh, so uh, I was uh, got calls from his family, and, um, and then I uh, talked to Sheriff Carpinelli about it. And he's being charged with three misdemeanors. But they also told him that he might be in, uh, a re- uh, charged also with intent to kill someone. And that's how they put it, intent to kill someone. Uh, first of all, uh, that's a, a, layman's pers- a, a layman's description of that kind of charge. There is no such charge as attempt. You can have conspiracy to commit murder, or you can have attempted murder. Uh, but there's no such thing as uh, uh, you know, trying to kill someone. You know, that's... It's, I don't know why they there is in the new world, buddy. There's no border, you know, criminals and you know, folks in the swamp that have special immunity can do whatever they want. You live in a new world, my friend. Yeah, I guess so. You can just make up whatever term you want, man. The law doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and then, uh, one of the ladies that, uh, appeared with me at, uh, the Hawaii uh, rally that, uh, I did a week and a half ago. Um, her name is Lavona, and she lives in Kwai. Kwai is very strict. That island is very strict about who can come and go. And so when she came back from Honolulu, uh, 
she was asked to quarantine, and she refused. And I guess they, they oh, she had to sign a form uh, about all that. She refused to sign the form, so they arrested her. But she bailed out, Sam. <laughs> she she was supposed to be arrested to quarantine, but she bailed out, so they let her go. How do you let somebody go that you arrested because they wouldn't be quarantined? <laughs> Well, again, it just shows that they're thumbing their nose at the law. All normal protocols are gone. Psychosis has replaced everything. And if you find a loophole in their psychosis, you're free to go for now. But trust you me, they'll find a way in the draconian Hitler-esque viewpoint they have. They'll find a way to get back at your worst. Payback will be a bleep uh, if you're not very careful. So, yeah, I get it. But I'm also telling you uh, what their agenda is, right? Right. Well, um, I I told her. I said, well, uh, since you got back, how many days it has been? She said, today that we're talking, Sam, will be the 10th day. I said, well, wasn't it a 10-day requirement uh, quarantine? She goes, yes. I said, go to the doctor, uh, get a, a proof that you don't have COVID, and send that in and get the charges dismissed. Have your attorney submit it for you because she already has an attorney. And I said, that should make the whole uh, charge a moot point. Uh, and so... Uh, I said, you should ask for just immediate dismissal of the Not entire... Not in the world we're in now. It won't be a moot point, my friend. They'll just I, simply say you're flat out a terrorist. I guess so. And if I, we're going to consider mean, you an enemy combatant under that. the terrorism laws, Sheriff, there are no... Um, you know, there's no quarter for you, my friend. <sighs> yeah. The way it goes, Sam, I wish I could argue with you, but I, I can't. It's just the way it's going. I'm. Uh, I'm just... I guess I'm I'm tired of being shocked because it's going to be numbing everybody, and I think that's really part of their uh, entire agenda. Numb everybody. Yes, it is. To it's our... a set an example out of every one of us. That's the problem: is they want to have maximum example setting. That yeah. hey, it'll bankrupt you. It'll ruin you. It'll destroy you. Everyone will hate you. Your world is ruined if you challenge us in any way. Because they hope yeah. by if they set an example of the few, then they they can manage us all. Right? That, that's kind of the idea. Yeah, it is, I, it, and it's just it's just dumbing us all down and numbing us all. It's numbing every one of us to just to get us so used to all of this corruption and subterfusion. The fundamental transfer of America from a free country to this communist thing we're putting up with now—it's just horrifying. I don't know, right. I don't know where to go with this. What's William's last name again? Tryon. T-R-Y-O-N. I actually looked it up. I don't understand. Hold on. Is he is he with the Oath Keepers, or what? what is their claim that, that they can prove intent? See, this is kind of thought police-esque, Sheriff. No, they, well, why they I kind of refer to Hitler in Germany. He, they, yeah, he but he went can go inside the building. building. So did Joe was, Biden. And, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Joe Biden went inside the building and got arrested for it, too. Well, he's definitely charged with three misdemeanors of trespass. And, and, he, and in fact, one of them is, is that he was told not to go in, and then he actually went in. How they can prove that, I'll, uh, I'd really like to see that. But at the same time, um, many, many of the protesters there said that the cops allowed them and actually opened the door for them to go in. 
So if, if they can show that on a video, which I'm pretty sure they can because I've seen something similar, if they can show that, uh, this isn't going to bode well for the prosecution. I don't know how to respond to this exactly. Because what I say, Sheriff, is this. Here's the headline. All over the news about this arrest. According to a statement from the FBI, authorities have arrested William Tryon in connection with to the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Um, do they usually arrest you and just say in connection with? No, you either. What did I mean is these terms did. are getting vaguer than you can imagine. Yes. Good point. Very good point. In connection. So, in fact, it even sounded like they were saying because he was standing outside on the grounds. It even makes mention of that once. And there's there's hundreds of thousands of people they could get for that. Maybe just tens of thousands, but it it could be even hundreds of thousands. So that's why I was worried. I don't understand. Listen to this. According to the FBI, authorities have arrested William Tryon in connection to the assault on the U.S. Capitol. And then they say back on January 6th or whatever. But I look at that and I go, I don't know what the charges even are. Do they have to tell him what his crime is? Yeah. They they said three uh, misdemeanor charges of trespass. Three different counts. But do you get arrested? Hold on. Do you get arrested for misdemeanor things like a month and a half later? Yeah. The investigation is so uh, uh, legion. That uh, they're just, you know, they're trying to take them one at a time. And obviously there were thousands. Like I said, there could be tens of thousands that are going to end up being arrested in this. But not if you create violence in Portland. Don't forget the exception there. If you want to go burn down buildings and do whatever you want in Portland, you're going to be fine. Hold on. The exception is in Portland. Because Charlottesville was the same. If you are a conservative, if you're a constitutionalist, if you're whatever, then you're arrested. If you're Antifa, Black Lives Matter, da 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 then you're not arrested. It doesn't matter where you are. Charlottesville, <clears throat> Portland, it doesn't matter. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
How many times do I have to tell you? I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the other. Don't you understand English? Your children are probably too polite to tell you. Hello, those things on the side of your head aren't turnips. But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you. Do I need to speak slower? In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen. Tell me what she did at work today. Studies show when parents listen, children develop better listening skills themselves. They also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs. Now sit down here and tell me all about it. When you really listen, love is what they'll hear. Thank you for sharing that with me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff Mack with me. So according to the FBI, authorities have arrested William Tryon in connection to the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Now listen to this. The guy's 70 years old, and he's fed, facing three federal misdemeanor charges. They say, including disorderly conduct. Now, I don't know what federal misdemeanors are because, Sheriff, I don't understand. There's only a few crimes the federal government really even has authority to uh, acknowledge and or prosecute. Otherwise, it's state and county jurisdictional matters. I don't know what a federal misdemeanor is. All right. But listen, they say disorderly conduct. That is not a federal crime. I guess you could say because it's in the 10-mile square that it might be. Uh, I get that. But at the same time, Tryon has pleaded not guilty and faces the possibility of prison time or a fine if convicted. I don't know where to go with this because at some point, everything is a federal crime now, no matter where you are. Sheriff? Yeah, it well, it is. And uh, you're, you're right. You bring up a very solid constitutional point. But then what, are the, what do politicians in Washington, D.C. care about the Constitution? I mean, I mean, that's a joke, and they've made it a joke. And, and this is going to continue to be a, a joke, uh, because just as we alluded to before the break, uh, you can do just about any type of violence you want uh, in Portland and, and Seattle and Chicago and, and numerous other places, uh, especially these Democrat-controlled uh, cities. Uh, it's it, it it doesn't matter. In fact, it is actually supported even by the vice president of the United States right this minute, Kamala Harris, has warned America that this type of violence is going to continue until you people understand what's going on here and you support them and you take care of them and you do reparations and whatever else. So let me ask you a it, question, it, Sheriff. Yeah. My board op brought this up. Cameron brought this up on the break. He said, Sam. What if they arrest you for, uh, you know, highlighting this, saying, hey, this is wrong, and, you know, defending William? Can I come to the aid of William Tryon, or will I get arrested too? Because if I speak out um, in defense of him, I'm really, in their minds, would be supporting or backing or endorsing or 
being kind or to or whatever you want to say, laxed on criminal activity there. So the three misdemeanors well, wait, were committed, minute, and Sam, you and I are already see? on record. Uh, yeah, yeah, both of us need to hold the phone here. They could literally yeah. have you and me testify, or they could they could copy some of the shows that you and I have done, where we said anybody breaking into the Capitol should be prosecuted. And I've said it, and I'll still Ooh. say it. If you went into the Capitol illegally with criminal intent, uh, then you should be prosecuted. I don't care who you are. Yeah, you that, should be prosecuted. Let's be very clear, though. Let's be very clear. We're not saying if somebody has gone into the Capitol. What we're saying is if you went in there illegally with criminal intent, big difference. Right. If the cops let you in, it's hard to right. say that it's illegal. If you went in right. peacefully, you could say, well, you maybe shouldn't be here. That might be a discussion. Uh, but you've got to prove intent. You've got to prove criminal activity. You've got to um, you know, prove crimes besides a, a jurisdictional uh, snafu kind of a thing, meaning you're in the wrong place at the wrong time or whatever else. Uh, Joe Biden found himself in that situation uh, where he yep. literally went into the Capitol and got arrested for it, right? Yeah, and, and not only that, Sam, but uh, if I had been there, and you know a lot of people invited me. I could name your name, yes. and you would know several of them. But yeah, of if, course. If, if, if I had gone in there, do you know what my purpose would have been? It would have been to try to get all the protesters out, and they would have arrested me too. Well, and or if we didn't even get them out, because, see, I, I'm not even convinced that being there's a, a wrong thing. I'm convinced that cops let many of them in. I'm convinced a lot of people got pushed in. Like I had a witness on the radio said she got literally pushed in. She didn't intend to go in, but she found herself inside because of the pressure from the crowd behind her. So, you know, you got to demonstrate uh, intent here. Here's what Joe Biden says about his breach of the Capitol back in the day. So what was that like uh, walking into the great Senate chamber at 29 years old? You know, I walked in when I was 21 and I got arrested. I was a, it was a Saturday. I was down visiting some friends at Georgetown University. And uh, I came up on a Saturday morning because I was fascinated with the Senate. And they had a Saturday session. I walked up those days, no guards stopping everywhere. And, I, and they just got out of session. I walked in the back. All of a sudden, I found myself in the chamber. And I was stunned. I walked up, sat down in the presiding officer's seat. Guy grabbed me by the shoulder, said, you're under arrest. So Joe did the same thing. And so I submit to you that uh, you know, there's a difference here, and this is one of the things that I think the mainstream press is failing to do, Sheriff, which is highlight when are you engaging in criminal activity and when are you not. If you end up in the, the uh, Capitol like Joe did, it was kind of a mistake. If you end up like this lady that got pushed into the Capitol, I don't know that you're responsible. If you walk in peacefully and go, wow, hey, is my congressman around? You know, I'd like to talk to him and tell him that I'd like them to really look into vote fraud. And stuff. I don't think those are criminal activities at all. Now, if you go in there and you destroy property and you go in there and we can prove that uh, you were literally trying to put people's lives in jeopardy or those kind of things, um, I support the prosecution there. But that takes serious positive proof. The burden is on the accuser, uh, not on the innocent, sir. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's absolutely correct. And a lot of these uh, cases are going to be thrown out. And I'm wondering, too, then... If it's so impossible to arrest people at uh, where violence is occurring and burning of buildings and looting, if it's so impossible to do that, how are they arresting uh, hundreds and hundreds of people who 
uh, were at the Capitol, and some just for standing outside. Now they're going after people who are just standing outside. Uh, and as you'll recall, I told some of our mutual friends who were outside uh, to get out of there. And uh, because of that, because one is the same thing that uh, your friend and mine that uh, lost his home to the IRS um, in the Utah County area, I told him to be really careful uh, because if if he were not, and when they sent the SWAT team after him and his family and his daughter, um, that to be very careful because uh, they, they have itchy fingers and federal uh, <coughs> SWAT teams have, by na- by their nature, uh, itchy fingers on, on their triggers. And so I warned him uh, to be careful about it because he could be killed. Same thing with this thing there, uh, the itchy fingers. Yeah, uh, if you don't believe us, just ask Lavoie. Exactly. Uh, ask Lavoie oh, you can't him. ask Lavoie. The government killed him. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to yeah. make light of it. I'm demonstrating how evil these people really are. They didn't need to kill Lavoie, and they know it. Exactly, uh, and uh, I would I would love to testify uh, at that uh, trial if it ever makes it. I mean, it's been how many but, years? But now? you know why they seven. killed Lavoie? Mm, not really. They want to make an example, buddy. You better sit down and shut up, oh. Sheriff, because you'll end up oh. like Lavoie if you don't. Oh, now do I got yeah. the fear in you yet? If not, I'll ration up the next one. I'll arrest your buddy William. Now I know he didn't do anything wrong. We're talking about misdemeanors. Hey, you know what? I'll tease your attorney in court. I'll send you a clear message, Ammon Bundy. Shut up. Sit down. We'll arrest you, put you in jail for two years. At the end, the FBI is the criminals, and Ammon goes free, says the jury of his peers, and says the judge due to criminal activity of the government. That's still not enough. Where do we go from here? See, they're setting this precedent that, buddy, you better pay attention. We took your buddy's house. We put your other buddy in prison. We've arrested your other buddy. Sheriff, are you going to learn yet? Or how stupid are you? Sam, are you going to learn yet? Or how stupid are you? See, that's what they're saying to us right now. And then they mock us and they go, we're setting our friend Hillary free. Yeah, She's okay. Hi, Sam. What what a great analogy. (laughs) Because uh, what you just said was absolutely correct. And it's unbelievable. Absolutely. Hey, Sheriff, Sheriff. Let's take it further. Sam Gerard, you Amish Christian, you know what? You're going to prison. How dare you think you can help people put a salve on their hands to heal them? How dare you make such claims without FDA approval? However, the vaccine makers with experimental toxins, gene therapies, RNA manipulating, experimental technologies, not even vaccines, they're free to go, sir. Not only that, they're protected completely from liability. And in fact, if you don't take their jab, you'll be on a watch list as a terrorist. And you won't be able to travel. You won't be able to fly. We're just going to shut you down, criminal. Okay, if you're illegal, maybe I ought to come in. Maybe I ought to leave America and go to Mexico and then come in as an illegal. Then maybe I could get some fair treatment, Sheriff. What do you think of that idea? No, I, I've actually thought of that. I've actually thought of that, Sam. No kidding. All right, hang tight. Let's, let's, cut, let's take a quick break. Come back. The good sheriff will respond to this idea. What if I leave America, come back as an illegal alien? Will I be protected and treated kindly for a change? A.J. Ladderback says so. Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Derek Chauvin trial continues today in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The New York Police Department says the man wanted in a brutal beating of a 65-year-old Asian woman in Midtown Manhattan earlier this week has been arrested and charged. The suspect has been identified as 38-year-old Brandon Elliott. He was arrested about 2 a.m. and subsequently charged with assault as a hate crime. As the House passed gun control legislation, NRA Executive Director Jason Weimay says this type of legislation will help protect criminals. Gun control isn't the answer. It's never been the answer. Uh, passing any legislation that makes it harder or takes away firearms from, for law-abiding individuals doesn't make anybody uh, any safer except maybe the criminals. Jason on Fox News. Myanmar activists held candlelight vigils overnight mourning more deaths in recent days from a military crackdown on anti-coup protesters. The United States has ordered non-essential embassy staff to leave the country. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm calling to schedule a shipment. Indeed knows unexpected employee turnover can turn your business upside down. Last pickup is at 7. Team, we got to hustle. Like at Sumita's online chai company, to avoid back orders, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. The MyPillow Premium Pillow Special continues at MyPillow.com. If you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, you can get a standard or queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. King size only five dollars more. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA or call one eight hundred nine five one eight one seven five. G. Gordon Liddy, the Republican advisor who was convicted for his role in the Watergate scandal that brought down President Nixon, died Tuesday. He was ninety. Florida Congressman Matt Gates says a former Department of Justice employee tried to extort him and his family. Dan Naraki reports. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is under investigation for an alleged sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl, according to reports. The Department of Justice is also investigating whether the congressman may have violated federal sex trafficking laws by allegedly paying the girl to travel with him. Gates has denied the allegations and tells Fox News that there are records that will prove his innocence. The person doesn't exist. I have not had a relationship with a 17-year-old. That is totally false. The allegation as I read it in the New York Times is that I've traveled with some 17-year-old in some relationship. That is false and records will bear that out to be false. In a statement, Gates said that the allegations were part of an extortion plot from a former Justice Department official seeking $25 million from he and his family. Gates says that he has cooperated with federal investigators in the matter. USA Radio News. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So, Sheriff Richard Mack, before the topic at hand, I just heard on the bottom of the hour break, G. Gordon Liddy, former well-known talk show host, architect of the Watergate burglary, Dead. R.I.P. G. Gordon, huh? Well, yes, Sam. My wife and I heard that last night, and I think it's been a long time since I've told you about my close connection with him. We were actually pretty good friends. He had me on his radio show probably at least a half dozen times, maybe more. Uh, he was one of the first ones in the country uh, of a national stature. 
that uh, had me on a show about the Supreme Court case. Um, the day I the day I got out of the Supreme Court, he sent a cab over to pick uh, my children and me up to get me over to his radio uh, show just as soon as we could. And uh, uh, as you'll recall, Lucy and Rich were with me, and I told him on the show. Uh, he actually asked me, who did I bring with me? And I told him that Rich and Lucy were miraculously able to go into the Supreme Court with me. And both of them remember that day uh, very well. It was quite astonishing. And uh, I told him that Lucy had needed to ask him some questions uh, from her government class about Watergate. And he said, bring her on right now. So he actually had Lucy LaDon Mack, uh, who was a freshman or sophomore in um, high school government class, asking him questions about Watergate. And he was so uh, gracious and so friendly to both my children, uh, especially Lucy, because uh, she was the one that had this assignment from her class. Her class gave her four questions that they all agreed on that they wanted her to ask him, and then she came back and reported to her class just a couple of days after we got home uh, to Thatcher, Arizona, after that uh, miraculous case uh, that I went to uh, with my two children. Uh, Dawn, the lovely uh, Dawn, uh, who you know very well, uh, actually told uh, Lucy and Rich that she would forego her chance to go with me so that they would have that opportunity. Uh, and so uh, it, my recollection and my memory of G. Gordon Liddy. There's lots of them. He and I spoke at the Soldier of Fortune convention a couple of different times together. Uh, we uh, did a big thing with him in Tucson uh, where he was being honored uh, for uh, receiving a Radio Broadcast Journalist of the Year, uh, and that would have been probably 94 or 95. And um, every time I've been around him at, at different gun shows, uh, at different events and uh, the times that I was on his show uh, live in studio a couple of times and then uh, numerous times by phone just like you and I are, are right now. He was always so supportive. And I remember when he interviewed me about the first book that I co-authored with uh, Tim Walters um, and now I've rewritten the book. That was from My Cold Dead Fingers, Why America Needs Guns. Boy, there's a book for the time, huh? Um, I remember on his show when he interviewed us about the book, and and he said, ladies and gentlemen, every American home should have this book in it. And, uh, man, did we sell a lot of the books because of his support. And so he was always so gracious, always so supportive, uh, so right on target with the Constitution and and the Second Amendment. And he admitted his wrongs uh, in Watergate. He spent six years in prison for it. And you know why he mostly, the, the biggest reason why he went to prison, Sam? Do you, do you even know why he went to prison? Yeah, because he wouldn't, he wouldn't lie. He wouldn't talk. You're absolutely right. Yeah, he wouldn't they lie, tried, ladies they, and gentlemen. And the reason I say that is because talk. if you talk, let me explain this. If you talk, they will force you and trick you into lying. So he knew better and he wouldn't talk. He wouldn't lie. Uh, because when you talk, they trap you into a lie. And we learned this with Jerome Corsi 
uh, as well. Drum Corsi just simply said, hey, I'm not going to talk to you. Here's my attorney. I have nothing to say. Because what they do is they trap you into a lie. And how about the right? Bundys, too? Yeah. Okay. So this is the point. He wouldn't talk. He wouldn't lie. Uh, and right. that's really the point of this whole thing. And, and so that's why I say, you know what, rest in peace, brother, G. Gordon Liddy uh, dies. Now, they say he was the architect of the break-in. He was. But I'm not so sure that's accurate either. No, he, he admits and that he did. Let me explain what I mean. He admits that he well, did. I know. He, he admitted that but, he did it. Yes, but the, the details surrounding of who gave the orders and the real uh, authors of that, he might have done the legwork. I get it. But the real question is, what information would we have gained if we knew the real story, Sheriff? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, he wrote a book later that I think uh, divulged a lot of it. Uh, yes. And the one that he blamed the most was John Dean. He said John Dean was the real liar and the real culprit in the whole thing. So. There you go. Very, very interesting uh, indeed. Anyway, we digress. Let's go back to the topic before the break. I wanted to derail to that or diverge to that because I knew that you had a relationship with G. Gordon, and we just heard at the bottom of the hour that he passed away. And so right. I wrote my headline, R.I.P. Brother. Rest in peace, brother. G. Gordon Liddy, architect of the Watergate burglary, dead. What a sad, ta- a sad day. He was a, a good talk show host. He was interesting to listen to as well. Right, he was. And, and he was 90 years old, uh, will forever live in American history, no question about that. And uh, we still have that uh, tape of that show. In fact, I need to get that cassette and put it on uh, uh, online or make a link out of it and maybe even send it to people. But uh, definitely need to do that before that cassette gets too old. <laughs> All right, back to the topic at hand. So I think if I leave the United States, I go to Mexico or somewhere, then I just roll in as an illegal. Then I might get treated decently, Sheriff. In fact, they might even help me and fund my talk show. What do you think of that? They'll defund it? No, no, no. If I become an illegal, they'll fund it. Oh, they'll fund it for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah darn right. Yeah. We, we all need to, uh, uh, what, uh, rescind our American citizenship and then try to come back in illegally and get all these great benefits. That uh, happened. Uh, you know, Sam, and, and we jest about that, and uh, sarcastically, obviously. Uh, yeah, we but... demonstrate the absurd by being <laughs> absurd, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but I've, I've maintained this for 25 years, Sam. If the federal government and, and state and local governments are going to offer freebies to people in these corrupt regimes of Latin America and these banana republics of Latin America... You don't think people are going to grab for that? And, and we still have failed miserably to address why these people want to come here so badly. And if, if we would... We address focus, it all the time on the radio, though. Well, maybe. Right? So the, the point is, nationally speaking, the, the leaders won't admit the truth on this. But we've talked about it a gazillion times. It's the best place on the planet. I would swim the river to get here, buddy. I'm telling you that right now. If I well, had to come to America illegally or not come at all, I'd bust out of the course. illegal card for sure. Of course. But if we would work with the leaders of Guatemala and El Salvador and Honduras uh, and a few others in Latin America, uh, we could actually 
perhaps even help these countries get back to civil you rights. Mean make, you mean make Honduras great again kind of stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we Amen. Could, with, with the corruption that we're having here, though, it's really going to be hard for us to help other countries stop their corruption. And so it might be too late for that, too. Or maybe it might be that we could get some people to help with that. But I don't think, I don't think America is, is right now, or at least our government at present, is not capable of doing that because they're just going to push the socialist agenda. And that's what these countries are already suffering from. And that's why these people want to leave these socialistic, communistic regimes to come here because we're not totally uh, socialistic yet, but we're right around the corner. So, but if we would work with these countries and say, you know what, individual rights and civil rights and economic liberty are what you guys lack, and not just economic liberty, obviously, but what you lack, you have lots of resources. You have natural resources in Mexico and Latin America. Let's get people involved in that, not just the elites. Let's get people involved in that, not just government. Let's get people where they can own their land and control their land, just like we did at Jamestown. And it's your land, and it's your responsibility to work it, and your survival depends on the work you do. And, and so I think if we really pushed getting rid of the corruption in these Central American banana republics, that we could really make a, a, a case and, and let people feel that they want to stay there. Amen to the good sheriff. Quick pause. Sam Bushman, Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. I reinstated a policy first put in place by President Ronald Reagan, the Mexico City policy. I strongly supported the House of Representatives' pain-capable bill which would end painful late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. We are protecting the sanctity of life and the family as the foundation of our society. And most importantly of all, it is the gift of life itself. That is why we march that is why we pray, and that is why we declare that America's future will be filled with goodness, peace, joy, dignity, and life for every child of God. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. 
That's American-Heritage.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Good Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Uh, man, it's hard to know what to even focus on with this whole thing, Sheriff. There's so much to talk about, so little time. But it's, but it's true. From the example of G. Gordon Liddy, uh, right on through to the hard work you're doing, to the work of Sheriff A.J. Lauterbach, to the work that I'm doing. Um, you know, the hope in this country, as Sheriff A.J. Lauterbach pointed out, is in the people of the United States of America. If we engage politely, peacefully, but directly and boldly, uh, and we do so uh, using the rule of law as our guide, uh, and we do so by standing together and using the media to get the word out for education uh, in, in appropriate, peaceful activities, I think we could still make a difference. I still think we have the answer, Sheriff. Well, I do, too, and Sheriff Lauterbach is an example of that. Uh, but I, I, I will say this to him and to every other sheriff that we've ever had contact with, and it's been to any of our conventions, and that are like Sheriff Slaughter in Montana, already constitutional, promoting the Constitution and having his officers train and teach kids about the Constitution in local schools. Now, there's a good reason to get into the schools. A cop teaching about the Constitution to children at, in, in the eighth grade. What a great example of a constitutional sheriff. But I will tell Sheriff Slaughter, Sheriff Lauterbach, and everyone, the sheriff that you and I have dealt with in this country, even former Sheriff Brad Rogers, I would tell all of them, we have got to do more, and the sheriffs of this country have got to be united in promoting uh, constitutional uh, restoration in this country. And it needs to be more bold than we have been in the past. And we've got to do more. And Sam, in the history of America, has there ever been a greater need for a constitutional sheriff than there is today? If you look at the Second Amendment, the destruction that's happening to the Second Amendment, and this horrible uh, push for, for the destruction of the Second Amendment by our own supposed leaders. Sam, if there was ever a need for a true constitutional sheriff, it is today. The people are begging for it. The people need it. And let's compare this. I like Gun Owners of America, and you know I do, and so do you. I like the Second Amendment Foundation. I have some reservations about the NRA, but I like overall their message, um, and, and we could talk about their financial woes right now and problems with that and how their leaders are uh, paid way too much. But regardless, look at any gun rights group anywhere in the country. Are they going to be boots on the ground in your neighborhood protecting you and your right to keep and bear arms? No, no. they are not. They are lobbyists in Washington, D.C., and some states. They're lobbyists. The sheriff is the one you want and need on the ground because he can stand with you in your defiance and your noncompliance and your civil disobedience. The sheriffs can make you 
safe and they can uh, protect you in your uh, defiance. If we have the sheriffs of this country do that, then we will win. But if there's only a few, if there's only, you know, 50 sheriffs, you know, maybe one here and one there, we're not going to win this. And so that's why I've told you and many others across this country, we have got to make this bigger, better, and faster, and more effective right now. And that's why we need everybody's donations and support. And just as Sheriff Lauterbach said, the people need to raise up and work with their sheriffs on this. And, and so all of you need to contact your sheriffs about this. The sheriffs are at a, at a threshold of making this happen. They are so close, and we are so close. But I, I don't see any other organization in the country that is actually pushing for that and making that happen except for CSPOA. I don't know how to respond to that, except I will say this, Sheriff. I completely agree. And I've got a couple of other things before the end of the hour that I want to get to. First one, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Trump now launched a website to allow his supporters and the press to contact him. The website is 45office.com. And it will serve as the former president's main source of communication. So, of course, never let a good opportunity go to waste. Sam Bushman jumped on that. And I went to 45office.com. And I chose press, which I am. And I basically filled out the form. And I said, hey, I'm hoping Donald Trump can come on the radio with us. Nationally syndicated radio program, Liberty Roundtable Live. The show is 9 to 11 Eastern, Monday through Saturday. And so I asked President Trump to join me on the radio. I got an email back. Thank you for your inquiry, Sam. Our staff is currently reviewing your request. Now, I got it from... Um, we have received your message. Thank you for your inquiry. So it's from the office of Donald J. Trump. So not only did I make the request, I got an email back. It's a form email, but then here's what it says. I find this a little bit, I don't know what do you call it, concerning. It says this. Thank you for your inquiry. Our staff is reviewing your request. Due to the volume of similar demands we will respond only if we need inf more information or if the president Donald A. Trump can participate so I don't know if I'll get a response back because they have a caveat they won't respond right. but they have sent me an automated confirmation email that not only did they get my request but they are reviewing it is what they claim right. so Sheriff I think you ought to go to office or 45office.com as well, and you ought to make an inquiry. And what you ought to say is, hey, I'm a leader of a sheriff's organization. Sheriffs are really concerned about the southern border. We've got a lot of southern border sheriffs working with us, A.J. Lauterbach and others. Uh, and we would like to meet with you, President, at Mar-a-Lago. And I'd like to bring a few of my staff members uh, with me. That way, you know, your operations manager and talk show host friend can go. Uh, and then we can sit down with President Trump and discuss 
uh, the efforts of what we can do to help with this border crisis. Uh, and, and so I think we ought to reach out to the president. If he wants opportunities to appear, to make a difference, to get involved, we want to be as accommodating to the former president as we possibly could be, sir. Well, that sounds great. I think uh, I would love to if you send me that link or or uh, email address, whatever it is. I'll be happy to do it. Yeah. There you have it. I find that very interesting. Do you think he'll really communicate with the people, or do you think it's kind of a, I don't know, it sounds good, but yet it's not as real as it sounds? I don't know. I I, I would hope that it's all for real. Um, you know, they, they get so busy, and uh, they have so many people around them, and they're so insulated. But now that he's not president anymore, you would think that he would be um, – really wanting to uh, get going on that. And so I would hope so. I mean, uh, since the uh, fraudulent election, well, I, I really can't say that because I haven't looked at it personally, but uh, I, I think it is fraudulent because, uh, like Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, are trying to hide all of their votes. They said everything was copacetic, everything was uh fair, honest, and, and whatnot, but they're trying to keep all of it from the state legislature, uh, hide it. So, you know, uh, no other state is conducting an investigation, I guess maybe a little bit Georgia, uh, and everybody's trying to hide it and sweep it under the rug. So uh, so that's why I think it's fraudulent, because everybody's trying to hide it, and everybody, uh, if, if you didn't have anything to hide, you wouldn't be trying to hide it. So if you have something to hide, then you did something wrong. But be that as it may, uh, I, I think since then that even uh, his ex-wife that I've had uh, contact with uh, a lot during the last year uh, has not returned emails or, or texts. And and so I think, I don't know, I, you know, I don't really know what Trump has up his sleeve. I, I really wish he would run against Mitt Romney, uh, but uh, Jason Chaffetz seems to be uh, doing that, and I'm sure Trump will support him because he was a big supporter of Trump's. So, um, it, it's, you know, uh, Trump's probably busier now than when he was president, uh, you know, but uh, uh, if that could be at all possible. So, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if I would expect him to respond to you or me. Uh, I would hope that he would. But uh, Sheriff, let know. me just stop you for a second and say this. <laughs> you know, the sheriff's organizations have the greatest opportunity to affect what happens on the border against the Biden administration's destruction or destruction of all Trump's policies relating to the border. If there's one group can affect that change more than the sheriffs, I don't know what it is. So if you have a leader who beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court who says, I'm working with sheriffs who are concerned about the border and we really want to make a difference and we're reaching out to you to, to collaborate on that effort. Yeah, I, I don't mean to be rude, but if he doesn't reach out to that, I don't know how serious he is on the border. I mean, maybe he says after he meets with you, we don't have anything we can work on together, gentlemen. Sorry. But does he at least have the time to meet and discuss that? If he doesn't, who does he have time to meet with and discuss this with? Number one. Number two, if he can't meet with me, a nationally syndicated talk show host, when he's trying to get into the media. I mean, I'm not saying I know everything, but I'm not uh, nobody in this in this field. I built radio networks. I've got an engineering background of sorts to where I can build radio networks. I've built software for communications on this stuff. 
I was at the Republican National Convention live covering his event. I'm not saying that I'm more important than anybody else, but if you don't have the time of the day to either talk to you or me, I don't know how genuine you can be about getting back into the media or telling the tale through the media or the border. So I'm not trying to make us bigger than we are. But at some point, if you're nor guys like us, who will you pay attention to? They would have to be in the swamp. Well, (laughs) uh, there's a big argument to make about his uh, real effort to drain the swamp. Um, Because you don't get get to say, I'm going to drain the swamp and then keep picking swamp dwellers to be in your cabinet. And and I can understand I can understand somebody wanting to because it's like I say, get a real lawyer, get a mainstream lawyer. If you're going to court and you're going into the plea of that beast, you better have one of their lawyers with you. Hopefully, one that will. And if you say you, you can't truth. touch Sam and Richard because they're too hot, well then how do you touch Roger Stone and Alex Jones? I mean, give me a break. Well, true. No, I'm 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 totally with you on that. Uh, yeah, I think he should. But yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, but but since he left office, has he had anything to do with Alex? I haven't. Oh no, and I don't think you have. And I and I know I'm pretty sure Trump hasn't either. You know? All right, well, so, we'll keep an eye on that ball, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you that right now, Sheriff. Thank you so much for your time. Interesting times we live in. We'll document it for everybody to understand what's going down. I'll tell you that on your radio, sir. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, sir. We'll talk soon. There he goes, Sheriff Richard Mack. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Donate at lovingliberty.net, please.